Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, we are talking sign language. Now, that sounds a little unusual because not too many people talk sign language, but that's that's what you have to do when you're on the radio. People can't see what you know. But, but anyway, signs. Some tell you something dangerous is around the next bend, and some are really quite funny. Like I saw a billboard for a septic tank service in Ann Arbor, Michigan last year, and it read like this. <laughs> it said, Michael Brothers. We are number one in the number two business. Or (laughs) how about some of those funny church signs? It says, you know, if you think church stinks, we have a pew for you. (laughs) I don't know. What have you seen that has tickled your funny bone? We'd love to hear from you today on the Christian Car Guys show. Like I said, we're talking sign language in a lot of different forms, but we'd love to hear from your the sign that just jumped right out at you, and then you want to call in 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And, of course, some signs are a warning of impending car trouble. Broke down on the side of the road is a scary scenario. We don't want that to happen to you. So what are some of the signs that your car might be showing you that you could have some impending car trouble? We are going to talk about that today as well. And here to share in that and help us out is our very own, the one and only Christian junkyard guy, Bob from 109 You Pull It. Welcome, Bob. Good morning, brother. Great to be here today. Um, pretty exciting day to be here. Uh, a lot of things going on. A little weather outside. Uh, just a great day to be here with you. All right. Well, we, you're going to be interested in one of the, some of those things that we can keep you from being broke down. But other signs amaze you it amazes me that anyone could carry some of these signs especially children angels at war i think you're gonna be astonished that's the name of a documentary coming out angels at war and i think you're gonna be astonished at the story of courage that these young children have and we have jessica larusso here with us she's filming this documentary angels at war good morning jessica good morning robbie thanks for having me this, um, this, yep, uh, so yeah. It's a beautiful story. It's amazing. I just returned from Mexico, and what these kids are doing is really awe-inspiring, and I think everyone will be interested to hear. Well, Robbie was telling me a little bit about what you had going on, and I'm just it just sounds really, really, really amazing what you're doing, and, and I have a lot of questions, and uh, oh, thank you. Uh, just really looking forward to this. So, you know, that's would you be willing to stand there with a sign? that could possibly <laughs> cost your life? That's the question that we're going to look at. Right. In Not this many people show. would. Yeah, and so we're going to hear from Jessica on that. And then, you know, since we're talking sign language, how about it? their appraisal by the Real Black Book? That's coming up at the end of the show. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up for our voice for understanding. What are the signs that can help us when it comes to the Holy Spirit? For those who have listened in the past few weeks, I know I've been, you know I've been studying the Puritan classic Communing with the Triune God by John Owen, and in the final chapters of the book, he devotes 
to communing with the Holy Spirit. And interestingly, he backs into communing with the Holy Spirit by doing the opposite of grieving and quenching. So how did this Puritan view these signs of grieving and quenching? And I get to share that coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Dilmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ. The Christian Car Guy show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for no debt. Watching people buy cars for 35 years going into the slavery of debt is a heartbreaker. And cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. You see old tractors out there running in since the 1940s. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you take care of a car, it'll last as long as you do. And cars need to be driven safely. You need to wear your seatbelts. It's amazing how many, there's like 80% of the fatalities last year were from people not wearing their seatbelt. And don't speed. If you're following Jesus, in other words, if he was driving in the car ahead of you, you know, would you be blown by him? It's estimated Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. And again, I, I always say, you know, it just doesn't appear we have an oil crisis in this country. We have a sin crisis. And that crisis is speeding. We talk about that. But today's show, we're talking sign language. Not many people can talk sign language, but here on the Christian Car Guy Show, we're going to give it a try. What was that funny sign that you saw? Of course, we're looking forward to hearing from Jessica about the signs these young people are holding down in Mexico. And what are the signs of car trouble? They're all coming at us today. But you call us with your funny sign, 866 348 7884-866-34-TRUTH. And as always, everything's at christiancarguy.com. There is a really cool trailer of this documentary, Angels at War, that you get to see that Jessica's working on, as well as a number of the funny signs and podcasts from previous shows and all sorts of resources, especially the Jesus Labor Love. That's free car repair for single moms and widows across the country with the Christian Car Guy Ministry, and just this week, I'm telling you, um, I, I actually, on my way home last night, I was asking God, I said, really? I, I just, it, it, I had so many, two ladies on Friday were, that I talked to literally crying, Bob, because they had situations they just couldn't see their way past, and interestingly, it seems like all of them also have heat problems right now this time of year. So you can find out about the Jesus Labor Love you know, how that's reaching out to people across the country. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now, if you're like me, you're anxious to hear from Jessica. Jessica, tell us about this this project, but more importantly, what, what is going on down there in Mexico? Okay, so specifically we were in Juarez, Mexico, um, which for the last few years has been known as the Myrtle capital of the world. It's incredibly dangerous. There's uh, It's right by the border, so there's really these drug cartels fighting over that space be able to bring drugs into America. Um, so it's incredibly dangerous. Uh, last In 2010, over 3,500 people were killed brutally by these people. So that's about 10 a day, which we might be a little desensitized to, but that's an incredible amount. Um, back in 2007, there was only about 300 people that were killed. So um, anyway, so there's these kids, and they're part of a church, and they just came together to kind of do their part and try to stop this violence which for them, typically people their age, they're about between 11 and 19, they go the other way, and they join these cartels, and they become murderers themselves. So to see them stand up and fight these criminals is really remarkable, and they're putting their lives at risk, and of 
course, their families are terrified every time they do it, but they keep going out there and they keep doing it. And it's really a beautiful story. So, And what um, they're actually doing is they're holding a sign, right? And yeah, they're holding up signs. Um, they're aimed at the criminals. Some say, assassins repent, God will forgive you, or some are to their community, Mexico has hope, Jesus is with you. And yeah, there are these big signs, and they dress as angels, so they have these big five-foot wings, and they paint themselves from head to toe um, in silver paint, and they hold signs of peace. And uh, these pictures, and, and well, actually, your trailer uh, video that's at ChristianCarGuy.com of these young people completely doused in this paint with glitter, and then the oh big wings, God, yes. and, and it's, it's, it's astonishing what they look like. I just can't imagine coming up on a corner in Juarez and seeing something like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, And we see as we're down there with them, even still, they've been doing this for years, but people still, when they pull up to them, one woman rolled down her window and started crying because it was just such a beautiful thing to see. You know, And I have the same reaction every time I see them. It's just, and the paint is oil-based. So they're covered in this, and it, it can't be healthy, you know. And they're out there for hours, no matter the temperature, if it's raining, if it's 100 degrees outside. Um, while we were there, the wind was, like, blowing 20-pound crates over that we had. And these kids were out there still doing their thing, and it was just really beautiful. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. And, again, what you can find out more about this documentary at ChristianCarGuy.com. And... and we are talking today signs in all sorts of different ways, and we're going to get back with Jessica here in a minute. But what was that sign? Maybe you saw a sign that told you you were going to have car trouble, or maybe you saw a sign that tickled your funny bone that, that, that got to you. What was the one you saw, Bob? Uh, <laughs> the one that tickled me is, is pretty uh, – it's not really church-related, though, but uh, <laughs> it was an advertisement that said, we stand behind our manure spreaders. There you go. I mean, so what was that sign that tickled you? Or maybe you got a question for Jessica. You call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And, and again, we've got our uh, appraisal by the Real Black Book. What are some of the signs of the Holy Spirit? That's coming up also near the end of the show. When we come back in the next segment, Jessica's. we're going to find out how can we help Jessica with this project? How can we help these young brave Mexican children that are standing on these corners. What can we do to engage? Obviously, we can pray, but we're going to find out a lot more about that. So you want to stay tuned to hear more from Jessica when we come back. You're listening to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Sign, sign, everywhere a sign. When did you <laughs> see a sign that tickled your funny bone? We would love to hear from you today. Call us. Maybe you have a question for Jessica, who's working with these young folks down in Mexico. Um, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in. Join the conversation. we got plenty of lines open. We'd love to hear your sign. Like there's one at Christian Car Guy sign, uh, show, I mean, one at ChristianCarGuy.com, all the above. And it says, if door does not open, do not enter. It seems pretty pretty reasonable to me, doesn't it, to you, Bob? <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty clear cut. 
I'm sorry. I've kind of been in a trance ever since Jessica came on with us, and and I just can't help but ask: Have any of the kids uh, down there holding these signs? Has any of them ever been harmed uh, while standing on patrol there? Yeah, you know that's a remarkable part of it. Not one of them has been harmed or killed or anything, which I was shocked when I found out. But I think there's sort of a level of respect that these criminals have for them that they're a bit off limits, you know. Um, yeah, it's like you, you can't throw away a Bible. There's certain things you can't do. You can't, right. you can't shoot an angel. You can't angel. kill an angel, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Especially <laughs> holding signs of God and Jesus and love. You know, I think that would be a, a little too far for them. So. Well, well, that was the first thing that jumped into my mind, and I was sitting there during the first segment just kind of dumbfounded because I, I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to hear that one had been, yeah. you know, hurt or killed or something. Well, there but, was a, yeah. you know, if you watch the, the documentary, the beginning of the trailer there, Bob, Unfortunately, there's a there's a a graffiti of um, you know so many kids are being killed that yeah. this one boy is saying that this is all that's left to my friend is his name up on the side of this wall because there's hundreds of these children that are buried out in the desert nobody knows where. It's absolutely true. Yeah, and that um, graffiti they were talking about was around the corner from his house, and his neighborhood was littered with those kind of graffiti's. Because it's just children. It's women. It's children. It's not gang members. It's not drug dealers. It's regular people going to work and living their lives and just being caught in the crossfire. So. And Jessica, how did you, how did you find out about this? Uh, about a year ago, I was going to Mexico for something else, so I was researching the area, and I came across Katie Orlinsky's photo in the New York Times, and I saw the image, and it was just so beautiful. I had to investigate. And I read the article and found out a little bit about them, and I just became enthralled, and I just couldn't get enough about them. And then over the year, I kind of checked in on them every so often, and then I just decided that I really needed to get their story out there. So I put together this documentary, and we're about to head into post-production to get it out to everybody. What can we do? I mean, what what would be a step that an individual or a group could take to, uh, to help this cause? Yeah, so that's a great question. Uh, we've set up a website, which you can see at christiancarguy.com. Thanks for that, Robbie. Um, and there's a link there, and that has all the information about the movie and how you can help. And we've been able to fund it uh, so far completely independently. So people have been coming out and giving their support and donating. And if you go to the page, it'll show you there how you can help. And there's a little shop there. You can purchase some things, and all the money will go to the film and then eventually to the angels themselves. Will, will the film itself be shown uh, online, or will it be in select theaters, or, or how, do you, how do you picture that? Yeah, so one of, so one of the um, products that someone can buy is a copy of the film. So you can either get it as a digital download or as a DVD. Um, it'll also be, we'll be showing it at festivals, and hopefully it'll get picked up. And uh, the end goal would be to get it on television for everybody to see. Yeah, as it as it picks up traction, you know, if ABC or somebody picked it up, right. then then Absolutely. then this would be huge because this is people just standing there for life, and and right. and and just basic human dignity. You said this has been going on for years, Jessica. How long? For years, yeah, since the the height of the drug war. You know, these kids they have nothing; they're dirt poor. So they just started going around to dumpsters and collecting old drapes and feathers from pillows. And they just came together and just knew they had to do something. It was either this 
or join a cartel or be murdered or, you know, they really didn't have too many options and their belief in God is so strong that they just knew he would be with them and that they could go forward and, and spread their message. So, yeah, it's been going on for years. Well, one way I know we all can help out, Jessica, is we can be praying for you and praying for your angels and staying connected. And we'll we'll call back in and get an update on this here in a few weeks, if that's okay. Yeah, sounds great. And God bless you, Jessica, and what you're doing. We are honored to have you on, really, today. And your angels, um, you know, pass along our blessings. I absolutely will, and I know they're grateful. All right. Thank you again. Well, Bob. You know where I can get a copy of the movie, right? Well, here's the thing. Right now, they're... At the, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you can see the YouTube trailer of the video that she's working on. Right. She just recently went to Mexico to film the documentary. So it's in the production process right this minute. Okay. And so there's a there's a link there where you can buy a video so that when it, when the video actually comes out, you can, you can get it and then show it at your church or find ways to promote, you know, what Jessica's doing. Exactly. Okay. So that's, you know, that's all coming in the future. And again, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and find out about that. But obviously, Bob, we need to be praying for Jessica and these kids because there might be one, you know, cartel says, well, these people are getting the wrong kind of publicity. We got to take care of this problem. And then what happens? You know, who knows? So prayer is, is a huge part of that. But I know you're thinking, Robbie, isn't this a car show? Yes, it is. But I had, when I came across this story, I just had to, um, Illustrate, I, I, you know, God just said, Robbie, we got to get this on and we got to let people know what's going on. You've got a, an audience here on a lot of radio stations. Here's an opportunity for people to find out what he's doing down there in Juarez. It's, it's, it's really a fascinating story. But speaking of signs, what are some of these signs? We want to count down a few of them. I got the top six here of signs that you might have in pending car trouble. Now, Bob is, again, our Christian junkyard guy. We do not want your car to end up in Bob's yard. <laughs> well am, maybe bob does <laughs> <laughs> i was kind of torn there bro <laughs> well we want it to end up there in its proper time there you go when when the time comes it needs we shall to get crush there. no car before it's time no. <laughs> so what are some of the things you can look out for when well, number one on the hit parade and the and the thing that you say robbie old red is fixed to turn three hundred and forty thousand miles this week it really is how the thing I look at constantly is those gauges, because those are like the very earliest warning sign. I know everybody has lights and the day of lights, but I'm telling you, you got gauges right there, and those gauges really give you a lot more feedback than a light. And so you can begin to see the heat coming up, or you can begin to see the voltage doing something funny. Um, all those things, the gauges themselves, it tells you an owner's manual, which is, again, something I, I, I couldn't tell you strongly enough. If you don't have the owner's manual for your car, you can get it free. Did you know that? Most of the manufacturers will give you a free owner's manual. You got plenty of them down at your place, don't you, Bob? We do. And everybody says, don't y'all take them out and store them up here on the shelf? No, the best place for us to keep the owner's manual is down there in the dash. You know, and that way you go to a specific car, you get the specific manual. And uh, that's the best way for us to, you know, keep them. Well, we got five more gauges to count down, and, and I'm shocked that you have not called in with that funny sign. Now, I know there's one that just tickled your funny bone. You've been laughing about it for two weeks. You call us. We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. Signs of the times. What about signs of the Holy Spirit? That's still coming at you.
Can you imagine, Bob, that your best friend's name is all that's, I mean, left of him is a, is a graffiti sign on a wall somewhere, and that's all they have to remember all these people. You know, you, I guess if you've been to Juarez and you realize that that's 10 murders a day, we're not talking about a, sound, a town that's bigger than Winston. I mean, it's a little bitty place. So that's a whole lot of people dying every single day. Again, angels at war, I can't really get past that but we are talking about other things we're talking about all sorts of signs signs that you might be having car trouble how about funny signs i always i have this sense of humor and i just can't help it you were you were mentioning the gauges on the car had i had an experience with a young man just this week about it's oil light um oil lights on in my car and it keeps coming on it keeps coming on and uh i was like have you check the oil stick so we went out and checked his oil for him and uh needless to say it was extremely low on oil i would say out of all your gauges the oil light would be and oil pressure oil pressure oil light whichever you know if if you have no oil pressure your engine is fixing to meet its demise and that's it it's amazing bob but i i cannot and I, and I try to go through this at least every couple months, that the reason that the oil light is red <laughs> exactly. it is telling you to any of those lights that are red on your dashboard, when they come on and they're red, that's a stop sign in the world. So when you see that red light, that means stop right now, pull over to the side of the road and check what in the world's going on. Because especially there's two that, that, that are the destruction of more cars than any. Number one is the oil light. But number two, and maybe the destructor of more cars really is the overheating light. The temperature, exactly. How many people do you know ended up in your yard because, well, that red light came on and I thought I could make it to the exit. Mm-hmm. You can't make it to the exit. Exactly. You crack your edge, you crack your block. When, that, when those lights are red, they are red for a reason. Read your owner's manual again. Always more important than what Robbie says, but I bet you anything it tells you. When you see that light come on, that red light... Pull over as soon as it's safe. Don't get yourself hurt. Pull over as soon as it's safe and make sure what's going on because those lights, they will be the end of your car. And uh, the young man explained to me how his check engine light had been on and off and on and off. But as you said about the color coding, that's a yellow light, and uh, that's caution. But uh, when those red ones get to coming on, and and he has a clearer understanding of it and everything, and – I tried to share a little knowledge with him, and uh, but uh, folks, that the oil light and the temperature light, or, or any red warning light, as Robbie says, inside the vehicle, uh, that's more cars have made it to the junkyard because of uh, someone ignoring the oil light <clears throat> or the temperature light. Because after the engine's gone, a lot of times that's it's time to meet their maker. You know, this is the this is when you need holy water, Bob. when you see that overheat light come on i mean it's time to do something you got you got to pull over the side of the road but speaking of that we do have how about you know you can't help but see some of these church signs are actually quite funny church parking only 
violators will be baptized. Now, when you see that sign, <laughs> you got you to gotta take notice of that. So what was the funny one you saw? We'd love to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We know you got one that just tickled your funny bone. We'd love to hear from you. Now, the number three warning sign on your car, we got the gauges, we got the warning lights. We're up to number three, Bob. And that's when your car starts skipping or missing, or you might think you're doing the herky-jerky. <laughs> um, I experienced that. Uh, the vehicle I was driving this week required uh, premium uh, gasoline, and it had been filled up at some point with uh, regular and uh, it didn't go into the hucklebuck there, but the spark-knocking, chattering sound, that you, it just let me know that, uh, oops, we have an issue. Houston, we have a problem, you know. But uh, it, it was the, the warning sign that, hey, there's the wrong kind of petroleum product in the tank here. Yeah, and, and sometimes, you know, it's, a, it's a, simply a spark plug wire, but... You know, when you begin to have a burnt valve, that'll cause the engine to skip. Or the other thing is you've, when you're coming and you're slowing down and you're coming to a stop sign and you feel a real hard shift in the transmission, that buck right there, that's a sign that your transmission need may need to be serviced or that you've got uh, some bad seals in the transmission. When, that, when you start doing the herky-jerky, then it, it's, it's time to think through, you know, whether or not I need – I mean, that's something you do need to get addressed quite quickly because it could lead to serious issues we got virginia in belmont she's got a car sign for us virginia you're on a christian car guy show good morning good morning to you what have you got for us um my toyota camry does not want to change into high gear i drive about eight miles and and it sometimes still doesn't change gears and um i'm concerned about it and yeah transmission oil changed, but I haven't done anything else. What what year is it? A 93. How many miles do you have on it? Um, 88,000. Well, that's, that's relatively low mileage for that vehicle. It is low, but the age of it being, I guess, is it 20, 20 years old? Yeah. And see what happens, unfortunately, is those, those seals, they start to to uh you know like all rubber products they get dry and then they get brittle and, and when they break you can't get enough pressure to, for the transmission to actually shift so i'm afraid it sounds like there's probably a pressure problem inside the transmission um and it would be one of those that that i would get looked at um before it causes more problems because not being able to go into high gear puts a bunch of wear on a lot of different products and and, and not to mention gas mileage but that is, they, I'm sorry, Virginia, but I would, I would get that looked at as quickly as I could. Does that mean a lot of money to get that transmission checked? Well, it shouldn't be a lot of money to get it checked. You know, usually they'll check it for an hour's labor or something like that, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars. But if, if they can, if it, if it's just simply a you know, a governor or something like that, that they can replace easily. It won't be terribly expensive, but if it, if a seal has broken off inside or one of the seals is begin to deteriorate inside the transmission. Yeah, it would be kind of expensive. 
Huh. I'm afraid so. But that's one of those things, again, the sooner you have it looked at, the better. You say you already did change the transmission fluid? Because that's the one thing sometimes we'll, we'll fix because the new transmission fluid will, you know, get the seal to seal again. Away you go. How long ago did you have that changed? About a month ago. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's going to do it. So I would. I'd get that looked at. Thank you, Virginia. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much. God bless you. All right. We'd love to hear from you. 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. What are some of those signs that you got to look out for. Well, as I mentioned, since we're talking sign language today on the Christian Car Guy Show, you know, we always got to get to our appraisal by the real black book, and that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. So what are some of the signs that the Holy Spirit, right? It's Is it got a warning light that comes on? Has <laughs> it got a gauge that you can read? Well, for those of us who've been listening for the last few weeks, they know that I've been studying the Puritan classic Commuting with the Triune God by John Owen. And I was just fascinated by this book because I just, I really wanted to see, and he, he, he talks at great length, how do you commune with God, particularly with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? How does that exactly work? And in the final chapters of his book, since we've been on this for a little bit, he devotes, he, de, he, de, he devotes most of that into communing with the Holy Spirit. And interestingly, as I mentioned, he backs into communing with the Holy Spirit by doing the opposite of what grieves the Holy Spirit or what quenches the Holy Spirit. And, and as promised, I wanted to discuss how John Owen saw those two words. Because, you know, I've heard a lot of sermons over my lifetime about how you grieve the Holy Spirit or how you quench the Holy Spirit and, of course, they come from two Bible references. Well, one's in Ephesians 4 where it says, and don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God on whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And in First Thessalonians 5.19, it says. <laughs> Say that three times. There you go. <laughs> Do not quench the Spirit. So, interestingly, what John Owen pointed out was that grieving the Spirit would be where, you know, Bob and we've both been involved in this. That's where you knowingly do something you know is wrong. Because if you're a parent. Never. (laughs) (laughs) And the way he described that is as a parent, have you ever had one of your children do something that you just thought, oh, my soul, you know, that that just grieved you immediately because of their disobedience. And so what he said, you're grieving the Holy Spirit. So it's a little easier to figure out how to not grieve the Holy Spirit than, than to not quench, which we'll get to that in a minute. But he said that one's pretty cut and dried. You just simply be obedient to, you know, what would grieve your parents. If it would grieve your parents, you know, there's, I'm going to pretty much guess that it would grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't you think, Bob? I've had so much experience with that, and especially here in the recent years. Uh, I get to thinking, when is that young man of mine, when's he going to just get over this and, and, and get both feet on the ground? And then I get to thinking back, well, it wasn't too many years ago that I didn't have my feet planted too firmly on the ground. And my parents were, were uh, I was the EGR, extra grace required <laughs> one in their lives. And so it's, 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 if I just remember back that, you know, I didn't get it right away myself. So if you have a child out there that's, 
causing you a little grief, causing you a little anguish. Uh, you know, maybe they hadn't build, been through the things that's building their testimony for life, you know. Maybe they're just still building their testimony for when they do uh, find the path and uh, get a little closer to the to the road you want them to walk. Yeah, and, and we talked about that last week, Bob, that that's one of the ways that we share in the sufferings of Christ. He suffered because people didn't get it. And so we are looking for the comfort of the Holy Spirit in that. We talked about that just last week, Bob. That's but on the... On the next one, the quencher, that's the one that I really, it just spoke to my heart in a way I'd never really seen before because I personally was always very jealous of the Israelites who had a pillar of fire by day and a cloud of smoke by night to follow. Now, wouldn't it be good if, if God woke you up in the morning and said, now, Bob, there's the pillar. Now, when you see that thing move, I want you to move. And when you see it stay, then you stay. <laughs> that would make things very easy. You know, myself, I get a big plan together and I get to the yard and, and uh, one or two employees don't show up. Okay, tear up this plan. Let's start a new plan. You Wouldn't know? it be good to have that big old oh. pillar of smoke to go, okay, well, here we go. So when he said you don't quench the spirit, he backed into that. He said, now, quenching the spirit's like throwing a wet log on a fire. And that makes sense because you're putting out this fire. So if you back into that and you go, now, how can I throw a log on the fire that's hot and dry rather than that wet one? In other words, what is it that the spirit is trying to engage you in? And in doing so, what can I do to cooperate with that? It's just like the sign today when I got <clears throat> email from Jessica and I saw that she what she was doing with the, the spirit. Bob, would you believe the spirit said, Robbie, we got to put this on your show because this, this is something important that's going on down there. And so I threw a log on the fire. I said, how can we make this a car guy show? Well, brother, it sure uh, blazed in my eyes, and it became very, very, very clear to me that it's something I need to get in front, help get in front of some eyes. And I just can't wait till it's finished and the finished product is available. And, um, you know, it was instantaneous that I knew right away that I'm supposed to help get this in front of some people's eyes. And... Uh, and it was just a great thing that, you know, if you hadn't mentioned it this morning, if it hadn't been part of the show today, then, um, you know, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have had the bait to bite hold of. And uh, I just hope we can take this and run with it. It's it is. And, and, and so I was looking at that and I said, OK, and it was Bob, it was have you ever finished a book? And it was like you wanted to cry because you've enjoyed it so much. And that's what I, I finished this book this week. And, I, and so I wanted to give you like a nutshell of this book to say that he's telling you how to commune with the triune God and he, and he fits it all under three heads. God, the father, if we could just Bob, if we could just rest in the father's love, but the only way you can do that is through the grace, right? Of the sacrificial death of the son. So you rest in the father's love through the sexual, the sacrificial death of the son through the comfort and in keeping with the Holy spirit. It looks like you're. We, we, we're we're going to take up this conversation when we come back. We got more signs. We got three more signs. Now we got two more. Now we got three more signs that you could be having car trouble. We got all those coming at you. Stay tuned.
So now you're saying, Robbie, you've read this book, Communing with the Triune God, and you're saying, now, Robbie, how do I commune with the Triune God? Well, here, here, I'm actually going to give you an example. I gave you a little bit of the review that you're going to rest in the Father's love through the grace of Jesus Christ in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. But here's what that looks like, okay? And I'll give you one of about 120 different ways I found through this book that you can commune individually with a triune God. But the first one mentioned is the way you commune with a father is obedience. So like any father, how could you commune with a father? Well, if you obey him, they like that. <laughs> right, Bob? Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. here's the challenge. It's impossible in my human, you know, when I was born to obey the father. So what would that take? It would take Jesus' death on the cross. So I can now obey the father through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But how do I do that? through the guidance and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So in that one little thing, yes, you're communing particularly with the Father through obedience, but you're doing it through the Son with the help of the Holy Spirit. Does that give you a picture of what, I mean, it, it's cool to see the heart of God when you, when you begin to, to do this. And um, I'm looking forward to actually writing out these different 120 different ways. And, and how that all works. But getting back to, we got to talk about these car things. We got three more ways that you got a sign that says your car's got trouble. Noises, all kind of noises you talked about. Break. Mine's giving me a sign right now that my rotors are warped and I need to get the brakes uh, attended it's got the to. Because every time I step on the brake at, with a little bit of speed to it, um, the steering wheel goes to shaking and, and just uh, it really... It's time. And, it's time. Uh, it's something that I have neglected. So that's more of the herky jerky. We got that. More the herky jerky, brother. But there's other there's squeaky noises. It may be rotors too. But there's noises that could be like grinding noises. And I had a lady call me the other day. Every time she turned her car real hard, she heard a clunk, clunk, clunk. That was a CV noise. We did a whole show on noises, so noises are big. Another one is smells. You know, mm. antifreeze has a particular smell. You can pick it up the second you smell it. Obviously, oil. When it's burning, you can smell that. But when things don't smell right, I'm just saying something stinks, right, Bob? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. There are many smells that uh, can give you a, you know, oil leaks are, are the one. And, and the antifreeze smell that you mentioned, it is so distinctive, and uh, you can absolutely tell the difference in those two. And uh, a trained nose can tell the difference in motor oil and transmission fluid because uh, they are distinctively different, too. And the last one on my hit parade is smoke. When you see smoke, there could possibly be a fire. I'm just saying, <laughs> where there's smoke, there's fire when it comes to car trouble. And we got Rod, who's got a question for a Toyota for us real quick. Rod, you're on a Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Yeah, hey, uh, it's not exactly a question, but I, I just wondered, uh, maybe I'll throw this out there, the, for the lady that had the 20-year-old Toyota. Yeah. Okay, with the transmission problem. <clears throat> and I'm not sure, you might be able to tell me this, but don't they... Do these Toyotas have maybe like a constant velocity sensor? If they do, that could be the problem why it's not shifting prop when you're supposed to. You know, Rod, you're right. And and like like you say, that could be something as simple as a sensor. And that's why I just recommend, you know, a lot of times we put these things off because we're afraid it's going to cost us a fortune. <laughs> but if we'd gone down there and fixed it when it originally, it might have cost a few cents to get or a few dollars to get a new sensor uh, but that you yeah. bring up a great point. So when you put off 
you, you know, remember the old Fram oil commercial, you can pay me now or you can pay me later? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, that's yeah. kind of how that that's works. a great commercial. So visual and, and it just, it makes so, so true. Real. Yes, sir. Well, yes, that's sir. a great comment, Rod. I'm glad. I love it when my listeners are out there thinking, backing me up, because I certainly don't have all the answers. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate it. Thanks for the, Thank for the uh, show. I mean, I really, really enjoy it. Thank you, Rod. God bless you. All right. Take care. All right. Well, remember, I, I, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you're going to find out all about this Angels at War. Go. is Christ, It's pretty simple. ChristianCarGuy.com. Angels at War. See what this documentary is. It's really amazing to see God's work down there in Juarez. Plus, you get to find out all about the Jesus' labor love, free car repair labor that we pay for the labor. The moms and the people in crisis have to pay for the parts for people in crisis. So you know somebody like that. Like I had a listener who had a, work, a co-worker that had a blood clot, and he got her in touch with the uh, labor love this week. All that's real helpful. Jesus labor love. It's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And thank you, Bob. It's always good to have you on. Great to be here today, brother. Thanks for the blessing I got from being here. All right. Throw a log on the Spirit's fire this week. And guess what? You might see a blaze strong enough to make... You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.